Hello and welcome to another episode of the Adobe Creative Suite podcast. In this episode, we're going to take a look at one of the new features inside of Acrobat 8 Professional, and that is the new Forms capabilities. Now, Forms is not new to Acrobat. You've been doing Forms now, I believe, since Acrobat 4, if not 3. And in this version of Acrobat, though, it just got a whole lot easier, and it got a whole lot more flexible for distributing your forms to people that don't have the full Acrobat. I have an old form here that I dug up that I created, you know, a while back inside of InDesign, and I just exported it out as a PDF. Now here inside of Acrobat, though, this is just a static page. I can't really click in this form to type. I mean, the lines are here, you know, that, that basically ask for the information that I'm looking for, the date, the name, the company, city, state, zip, phone numbers. If they're going to pay by uh, credit card, that information is down here at the bottom. So we have the ability to put these form fields in one by one, which is what I would have done before Acrobat 8. But now with Acrobat 8, let's let Acrobat have a crack at figuring out what the form field should be automatically. Now under the Forms menu, you have a new command that is Run Form Field Recognition, or RFFR for short. <laughs> okay, so we can do the Run Form Field Recognition, which will have Acrobat automatically look at the page and say, well, I think this is a form field because it's got a word next to a line or a word next to a box. So it kind of guesses at what should be form fields and what shouldn't be. And it's not going to be 100% on every single form you bring up. And as a matter of fact, I've done this form before. I know it's not 100% on this form. So I picked an average example. And again, this is a, not a PDF that was created for this podcast. This PDF is at least two to three years old. So I just wanted to try it on something that I had laying around just to make sure it worked. All right, so here, we're going to run it. And it'll take a second or two. It's processing now. And it's basically going to give me a recognition report, letting me know which fields that it detected. And I can go through page by page or item by item and figure that out. But I got an easier way. I'm just going to close the recognition report and just say highlight fields, which is a button right here in the upper right-hand corner of Acrobat. That will highlight any fields that are on the form in blue. So I can see that it's done an excellent job. Not only did it detect 99% of the fields, but it also even detected the word signature and put a signature box in that someone could click and digitally sign this form. Which, by the way, digital signatures are illegal. They were enacted by law by the Clinton administration in the U.S. So they are perfectly legally binding. Now, what about the areas that it didn't get? I said it got 99% of the form. Well, I can see up here it didn't get city, state, and zip, probably because it was confused at the way I designed the form. I designed one line with three names under it. So it didn't know, well, it probably didn't know what it should do, so it just left that alone. But it got everything after that, work phone, home phone, uh, birth date. It even got the little check boxes here next to DSL, dial-up, other, so forth and so on, cable modem. So it did a wonderful job on this particular form, but again, it didn't get everything. So how do I fix it now? How do I get the ones it didn't get? Well, that's pretty easy. Just go up to your tools menu, come down to forms, 
and show your forms toolbar. Because again, you have the full copy of Acrobat. So I can go in and fix just the areas that it didn't get. So I just need to add three new fields. I need to add one here for city. And once I let go, a dialog box is going to pop up that allows me to name the field and give that field any attributes it should have. And then I can go through, by the way, that's not a modal dialog box when that thing pops up. It's just a, a kind of a floating uh, dialog or panel that you can go in and continue to add information to. So this should be city. And again, I can give it any kind of appearance or options or what it should do, so forth and so on. But I don't have, excuse me, I don't have to close it first before I continue. I can go in and just do state while I'm here. And I can go and say that this should be state or province. And I can also do zip while we're at it. And we'll just do zip. All right, so now I can close this dialog because I'm finished editing the text field properties. And now I've added the last few form fields that this didn't pick up. Now, in and of itself, the form could be done. I could say, well, there's nothing left to do with this form, but post it on a website. Anyone could download it and type into it now. And that, in and of itself, is pretty cool. But we can take this a step further. We can add a submit button so that if we email this form out and someone fills it out, they could submit the data back to us. That's where this feature really kicks butt. So let's go ahead and click the OK button, which is a, just a button button. <laughs> we can uh, tell it we want to create a new button here. I'm just going to put it at the bottom. I don't really have a spot for a submit button because I never imagined I'd be able to do this when I created this form years ago. So I'm going to go ahead and say that this is our uh, this is going to be our submit button. And the appearance is going to be the way it is now, but I'm going to go to options and I'm going to say that since I'm not overlaying this on top of the word submit, I have to tell it that it has the word submit in it. And that's what will actually show up in the PDF itself. Now the other thing that I want to do is give it an action. We have to tell it that this is a submit button. So what will this action do? It will submit a form. So when I pull that from the pop-up menu, you want to choose Select Action is going to submit a form. Now, when you add that to the list of actions, it automatically detects that it's going to submit the form data. But where? Normally, forms are submitted to a CGI program running on your, on your web server. But in this case, I just want to mail the information back to me. So I'm going to do a Mail To command colon and I'm just gonna say me at adobe.com so that would be my mail to address that's who it's coming back to so it's mail to colon then the email address that you want the form to go to now I'm gonna say okay and I just want to by the way just bring the data back I don't need anything else we'll click okay to that and now we will close this because now our form has a form field submit button that would someone could click on and the data would come back. Now you'll notice that there's a distribute button right here on the form toolbar. And this distribute button is how you put the magic in to make this form work not only across people that have the Adobe Acrobat but also it allows you to email it out to people that just have the free Adobe Reader 
and they would be able to fill the form out and submit the data back to you. So your copy of Acrobat 8 Professional is enabling this technology inside of their copy of the free reader only on your form. So they're going to get tools and abilities on your form that they won't get on any other PDF unless it's been enabled this way. So I'm going to do the distribute here. And let's see. It. Oh, we haven't saved it yet. Sorry. Let's go ahead and do a save here. Let's do a save. And we're going to save this out to the desktop. There we go. And now we'll do our distribute. There we go. And now it's asking, okay, how would you like to distribute your form? We can either send it via email now or save and send it later. And by the way, there's licensing agreement to enable this form for the reader for so many people. So read the, uh, the licensing agreement to make sure that you're in compliance with the form distribution options. And you can click on it right here to read it. I don't want you to do something that's against the law, so be sure to read that to make sure you're not distributing a form that violates the license agreement. So it automatically detected that it's going to come back to me because that's what I put in for the submit button. And I can just go ahead and click next. And it's also going to collect the data where the form resides now. It's going to create a uh, data template or data file to collect the data that the recipients send back to me. Next, I can go ahead and key in my recipients, or if I've used my OS address book, it will go ahead and allow me to pick people right out of the address book to send back in. But I'm just going to say you at yourcompany.com. And then next, it proposes an email subject and proposes an email body. You have been asked to complete the form named um, Mac Group Membership App, page one. When you are finished completing the form, click the Submit button to return it. So it's automatically telling them what to do. You can edit this to say whatever you want. Now if I say Done, it should launch. It's asking me, do I want to import any of my trusted identities from a previous version of Acrobat? I'm going to say no. And now it's asking me, or it should not, I'm sorry. Now it should bring up my email program, which it just did. And it's created a new email to go out to you at yourcompany.com. And the email is already attached and ready to go to send out to that person. Now, if you were to sub, uh, get the email and submit the data back, it's going to come back to me via email as an FDF. So let's see how that process works. Let's see if I can simulate that without actually having to do the emailing back and forth. So I'm going to uh, go ahead and say, uh, let's close this out here. Since the form is live and ready to go here, I'm just going to go ahead and just key in a few things. I'm going to key in today's date, which is 10-1-06. And we're going to do uh, Terry White. And we're going to do... Uh, we're going to jump over to Southfield here, Michigan, and that's it. I'm just going to fill out a few things, and we're going to check off cable modem here, and I want a new membership. There we go. So now I'm going to submit this back. And again, when I click Submit, it automatically opens up a new email program, because I'm the one that received the program, or received the, the uh, form, 
it automatically creates a new email with just the data, just this little less than 1K file that's going to go back to me at adobe.com. Once I get that data back, I double click on it and it will automatically apply that data to the data set of my form. So I don't, again, I don't have that data set created just yet in this particular form, but that's how the process works. You're going to get the data back and then you're going to be able to uh, work with that data inside of Acrobat. So you collect all the data back from all the people that uh, submitted the form and you'll be all set with the form data that you could also export out to a spreadsheet or bring into a database from your form that you generated. And again, because you have Acrobat 8 Professional, you're enabling Reader to be able to submit the form back to you via email. That's it for this episode of the Adobe Creative Suite Podcast. My name is Terry White. Thanks for watching.